Hi, and welcome to One Mind Zen, the podcast where we look at the teachings, history, and practices of Zen Buddhism. I am your host, Robert Jinkyo Brown, a lay Zen practitioner living in the heart of Canada. So come and join me. Let's take a walk as we travel down the path of Zen. Hello everyone and Happy New Year's. It is December 30th today, so tomorrow is New Year's Eve. New Year's is always a time of year that I really enjoy. We get an opportunity to reflect back on the previous 12 months and all of the many things that we can be grateful for in our lives. We can reflect on the good times and maybe the not-so-good times. And we have an opportunity where we typically kind of plan for the next 12 months. Often, at least here in Canada, I'm not sure, probably the rest of the world as well, it's common for people to set New Year's resolutions. These resolutions are often goals like going to the gym every day or oh, I want to eat healthier, or maybe there's a book you want to finish. And that's really, really common. And it's kind of a fun exercise. You get to dream a little bit. Maybe you do get to put into place a few new habits that are beneficial to you. However, it also comes with a bit of a hazard. As we know from the Buddhist teachings, desire is the root of suffering. And when we set up goals and we attach to them and we begin to crave uh, meeting these goals, if it so happens that we don't meet that goal or there's maybe some kind of an insurmountable problem that comes up in between us and achieving that goal, then we often get greeted with sadness or a feeling of defeat or a feeling of... um, failure. Now, does this mean that we shouldn't set goals for the new year? Absolutely not. We should definitely set goals. We should do our, you know, level best to try to achieve those goals. And and that's fine, so long as we don't become too attached to those goals. And I know I've run into this in the past myself, in my own life, where I've set a goal uh, for the new year. I've kind of made a resolution, you know, this year I am going to do whatever. And when I don't meet that my expectations kind of become shattered and I feel, uh, you know, kind of like a failure. This year, I decided to do something different. I was uh, doing some reading and I was reading on our Bodhisattva vows and the different vows that we take within the, uh, the Soto Zen tradition. And it got me thinking, you know, when we make a New Year's resolution, it doesn't have to be a goal. Maybe what we could do instead is set intentions for the new year and these intentions are kind of like the vows that we take as uh, Buddhist lay people where they're not a hard and fast rule that oh you must follow this or you're a bad Buddhist or you know you must follow this rule or you're a bad person they're there to act as guides they're there to give us a lens to focus our energy through so that we can use use our energy in a more skillful and more beneficial way So this year I decided to set intentions for the new year. And I'm going to share these intentions with you, and maybe they will spur you on to set some intentions of your own, 
uh, you can certainly you know use these ones or maybe you'll come up with some that uh, have deeper meaning for yourself and in your own life so first I thought a great intention would be to be present with all of those around me not just my family members or my friends or my co-workers but just be present with everyone that I encounter in my own life I notice that sometimes I can become distracted maybe it's social media maybe it's reading the news or maybe my nose is in a book sometimes it's just you drift off into dreamland and you're kind of daydreaming and you're not really present with those around you so for 2020 I thought be present is a great intention so I intend to be present the next intention is kind of linked to that. It's to be of service to others. Now this also directly links to our Bodhisattva vows. You know, uh, beings are numberless, I vow to save them all. Right, great intention. Totally impossible to save all sentient beings, but it's, it's an intention that guides us towards skillful action. So to be of service to others. Now, this one could be taken a couple of ways. Maybe I'll do a little more volunteering. Um, or maybe I will seek out ways to, to help others intentionally. But I also think that being of service to others or, or having the intention to be of service to others is a way of directing our energy just to open our hearts and open our minds to be available to others when they could use some help. Whether that's holding open a door, just saying hello and giving a smile, or maybe you know helping somebody move what whatever their need is is just be open to the opportunity to be of service to them my next intention is to waste less we are really lucky to live in a country like Canada where there's just an incredible amount of wealth we have far more than we need on a normal day-to-day -day basis and we, we have an incredible amount of wealth um, both financial but also material wealth compared to people all over the world and so I mean we are profoundly lucky and we should be profoundly grateful to live in in a society where there is so much and part of that gratitude I think is recognizing that we have so much more than what we need and so part of this intention to waste less is to use only what's really needed. And that, that for me is going to be partly kind of going through the things that I have and paring things down a little bit. Not, not really going into minimalism, but just finding stuff that I have more than I need and then taking the extra and sharing it with someone else who could use it. Um, so this, this also brings in, um, brings in both a practice of gratitude, but it also brings in, um, the, the paramita of dana or, or joyful giving. And it ties that into the intention as well. And so, you know, whether it be, you know, a little extra money to donate to a charity or maybe it is extra time that I can go and help somebody with, 
or maybe I've just got some extra shirts and socks that I can take down to the local shelter and donate. Whatever it is, as, as I go through my year, when I have more than I need, the intention is to, to, instead of wasting it or throwing it in the garbage or having it collect dust on a shelf or in a closet, to share it with somebody who could really use it. And then my final intention, I, I decided to pick four. Kind of with the idea of the four bodhisattva vows, I would have four intentions for 2020. So my final intention is to be more mindful of my environmental responsibility. You know, in 2019, there was a lot of media surrounding uh, climate change and the environment. It's something that's always been a large part of my life to be um, conscious of. But I haven't always done the best that I could to reduce my impact on the environment. So one of my intentions for 2020 is to, is to be mindful of my actions and how they impact the environment. So when I do things to try and, and do them with the intention of reducing the harm I cause to the environment. So whether that means I use you know reusable shopping bags more consistently than I do, or maybe buying bulk foods that I can put in reusable containers instead of buying smaller quantities in plastic packaging, or uh, maybe getting more clothes at the thrift shop instead of buying new, whatever, whatever the, the way of doing it, just being more conscious, you know, and it's, it's even something as simple as remembering to take your, your travel mug with you. So when you, you know, stop at Tim Hortons or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever your favorite coffee shop is to get a cup of coffee or tea, that you can use the reusable mug instead of taking the, um, the cardboard one uh, that can't be recycled. So there's, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can do that, but it's more just to have the intention to direct my energy towards um, being more environmentally responsible. So those are my intentions that I've set for the year. And the thing I love about them is, is they're um, specific enough that I can be mindful of them day to day. I can reflect and see whether or not I have um, guided my my efforts towards fulfilling these intentions. Um, but they're also not really goals. So if there's a day where I have to buy the, the you know disposable coffee cup, or or I forgot to take my reusable shopping bags, I'm not going to feel guilty about it. It's just um, just a way of kind of focusing our energy towards more skillful action. So I would challenge you to maybe come up with some intentions for the new year. Maybe try to look at the new year in a different way instead of setting concrete, hard and fast goals. Just set intentions that help you guide and direct your your energy day to day and, and direct your actions towards more skillful practice. As always, I hope you have a wonderful new year. I hope it is safe and that it is fun. If you have any ideas for topics for this podcast, I have a few lined up that I'm going to be putting out in the new year. But if you have any specific ideas, any questions or ideas or anything specific that you would like me to do an episode on, you can send me an email at westmandharma at gmail.com. That is W-E-S-T-M-A-N-D-H-A-R-M-A at gmail.com.
So drop me a line there. Again, have a safe, safe and happy new year. I wish you all well. May you all be free from suffering. Have a great day.